The Steve Warren Project. Sports and whatever. Well, Happy New Year, everybody. It's the last time we can say that. I don't know what the limitations are on the phrase Happy New Year, but it's our first show of 2022 here on the SWP Sports and Whatever. So you're getting a Happy New Year out of the gate. We'll see how it goes after that. It's Steve Warren along with Jim Jerome. James, how are things? How, how deep do you go, Stevie? How deep do you go for Happy New Year's? I, I, I'm, I'm deep into late February, sometimes March. No, come on. No, sure. Hey, Bobby. <laughs> Happy New Year. <laughs> hey, Jimmy. Good to see you out here. Yeah. I'm just buying some Easter eggs for my kids because it's around the corner. Yeah, yeah I, I, I say you got a week, and I don't care that much one way or the other, but a week. It's the same as belated happy birthday. You got a week, and then after yeah. that, it's just too late. You can't you can't say it anymore. Well, I've still got uh, my um, my daughter, unfortunately, got COVID. Uh, she's fine. She's all right. Um, talking about sort of two days of crippling headache, uh, you know, just just absolutely laid out uh and then and then relatively fine after that but it came on before uh christmas so i've i've still got my tree and the stockings uh and all the all the gifties uh at the house so um to get it done the way i'm seeing things steve online is uh you should probably check every eight minutes to see what's happening with covid I mean, it's just crazy. It's 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 crazy. They've shut yep. school d- down here and stuff. So, uh, anyway, cri- Christmas, you know, may may go into February. Yeah, things are looking. But we had to deliver, uh, as we talked about in the last episode. Uh, like your daughter, my daughter also got a positive test, and so we basically, she's over on Carling Avenue. I'm in Manitick, and so I don't know what's that 15, 20 minute drive. We basically got all our gifts, got a big plate of food, got a little tiny tree. And uh, basically hand-delivered Christmas. I felt like the Grinch at the yeah. end of the Grinch stole Christmas, delivering everything all at once in bit one big fell swoop. But, yeah, everybody's everybody's dealing with wonky stuff. You know, so many families were separated for the holidays once again because of COVID, not right. feeling really confident about traveling or having people at their homes. And it's certainly not gotten any better today in Ontario here. Took everything back to stage two of reopening which I think was the second most strict uh, through this whole process so far. But uh, I guess the cases have just uh, gotten to a stage where they needed to do something. And it's apparently doubling the transmissibility of this thing is, is out of control. And so they're basically trying to keep ICUs and and hospital admissions to a dull roar to keep it way down because the way it's going right now, even though there's only a small percentage that have to be hospitalized, if this thing gets any bigger numbers-wise, even that small percentage will mean a bunch of hospital admissions and a bunch of people in ICUs, and that means other people aren't getting the health care they need. So uh, they decided to act, and yeah, everything's schools are basically going to be online learning until uh, third week of January. You've got um, here in Ontario, you've got indoor sports and recreational facilities, including gyms. Uh, they're closed down. Restaurant dining in in inside the building that's out now. There's a whole bunch of different things, but uh, yeah. So it's it's all not exactly the holiday we drew up for ourselves, was it? Right. Um, but I think they're smart. I, I think Ontario's smart. Um, you know that they're they're getting strict, right? That they're tightening the bolts here. Um, the the really sort of beyond odd thing is 
you, you hear about that, okay, in 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 room dining, you know, rec centers and all this stuff, cut five people only, cut everything down, schools canceled, yada, yada, yada. And then you'll see, uh, you sent me a clip of that, uh, and we're going to talk about, about that railing collapsing when a bunch of fans were trying to reach out and touch a guy exiting the field mm-hmm. uh, in 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 that game. And then you you think about COVID when you see that thing. Uh, I mean, it's just a pile of people, you know, pile, you know, on top of each other. Uh, the the NFL game, Stevie, where and all the bowl games uh, over the weekend, the college stuff. It's like someone came on there and said they set a record fifty two thousand fans or something. You know, it was mm-hmm. forty five thousand or something like that. And then you stop and pause and go, okay. Hmm. Is there no COVID there? (laughs) Yeah. I was thinking about that about a month ago when Michigan finally beat Ohio State in a a massive game at the big house down in Ann Arbor. Like there's over 100,000 fans in that building and they were going not only bonkers during the game, but it was such a big win and it's such an exciting football game. Like the fans filled the football stadium. So they're all jammed in there together. And I'm sitting here in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada going, well, that's not the life experience I'm enjoying right now. That's a whole other world down there right now, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, 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 like we've solved it or something, you know, or, or, or like they're, they're, they're going to be okay. So uh, it, it's like beating your head against the wall here. If you're, if, if I'm doing my part uh, and, and you're not, what are we doing? Yeah. You know, what are we, what are we doing? So um Anyway, yeah. As long as we're on a somber note, Betty White passing away, like it was just one of those. It happened on New Year's Eve. I mean, God, she's ninety nine. I mean, what a life! A great life. Um, seemed like a lovely person, and she was only a couple of weeks away from being a hundred, though. And it was almost like one last sort of kick in the crotch from the calendar year twenty twenty one for her to pass away at the age of eighty nine on, uh, you know, again on New Year's Eve. What, were, what was you? Any memories of Betty White? Well, yeah, you, uh, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. I, I, Betty White was hilarious, you know. She was super funny, and then you, you ask yourself, with when 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 she does die, like lots of people do, and celebrities, the outpouring about this, you know, the, this death, right? It's like this this lady really had it going on, uh-huh. you know. I've never heard anything bad about her. She was hilarious, man. She was hilarious. I, I mean beating the odds you know living living that long but um good for her you know good good for her what what a way to go out right where where the outpouring of accolades and i've never heard anyone say anything bad about betty white but that she's like the coolest old person that you'll ever know yeah publicly and there's zero tragedy in it you're always sad but again 99 we should all have a life like that i wish that on everybody and it was more of a a mode of briefly, oh, come on, come on, 2021, what, come on. You know, and it would have been neat to see her get to 100, but still a fantastic life for sure. And uh, that's just, dying's part of the game. I mean, that sounds bleak, but to be 99, I really hope we all get there. Um, and you think about the shows she was on, like there was just one big hit after another. Mary Tyler Moore show, for example. And then you think about uh, the Golden Girls, which 
I'm seeing a bit of a renaissance, even with younger people trying to, you know, catching up with that thing. But they, she was the last surviving member of both of those shows. Right. She, she started Mary Tyler Moore when she was 51. So she's been around this just in a very long time in the showbiz and uh, like 70 years. Like that's a hell of a career. Right. Right. Um, I, did they ever roast her? Or when you say Golden Girls, I, I like I don't know why anyone would ever agree to get roasted if you've seen those, uh, you know, those roasts, of course. Of course. Oh, did. yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, I know she's at them. I, I don't know if they actually, I'm sure they must have. I don't know if they roasted her, but they did. They did uh, one of the other, like Maude, whatever her name is. Uh, B. Arthur. Yeah, B. Arthur. She got, she got roasted and I, it, it popped up the other day and I was like, oh, my God. You know, that, that, yeah. that's me going. That's a little bit rude, man. <laughs> yeah. <That's a> little... <laughs> well, who's the name know. of the? What's the name of the roast master? Is it Jeffrey Ross? Uh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, um, he's at all of them, I think. Yeah, if, if, he's uh, at all of them. Uh, Nikki Glazer or Glazer or whatever her name is, like strap in when she gets behind the mic. Right. Okay? Yeah. But, <laughs> but I was gonna I was gonna relay a Jeffrey Ross line. So it was either William Shatner being roasted or Betty White, but they're both there. And Jeffrey Ross came up with something along the lines of, oh, William Shatner. Oh, I got to love Shatner. Uh, Betty White just shat in her pants. <laughs> Whoa. So that's a bit much. Uh, moving on. We've got uh, lots to get to. We want to talk about the Antonio Brown situation. Antonio Brown's gotten up to some mischief in his career. We all know that. But uh, on Sunday afternoon, I'm pretty sure he ended his career. We'll talk about that coming up. After these words. How long have you been with your insurance company? What's in your policy? Who do you talk to when you have questions? I'm Josh from All Insurance Ontario. Send me a text and let me handle it for you. 613-860-6008. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. Jim K. Ford is your home of the all-new Ford Maverick designed to seize the day. This beautiful truck is built for tough and gives you the best of both worlds. It's compact on the outside, but still way big enough on the inside to seat five and store all your stuff as well. Not to mention the cool 8-inch touchscreen on your dashboard that'll help you get your work done. Learn more and pre-order the all-new Ford Maverick today at JimKFord.com. So what did you think of Antonio Brown and what he did in the game in New York against the Jets? The Bucs are playing the Jets. They actually had to come from behind. They're down 24 to 10 to the Jets in the third quarter. And so the Bucs were feeling a little bit uh, nervous. They did come back to win the game, but when they're down 24 to 10, Brown decided to remove his uniform on the sideline and basically took off his pads, like down, right down to his skin, like shirtless, tossed his gloves and shirt into the stands, waved to the fans, jogging through the end zone while the game was going on and on into the tunnel. He basically quit on his team mid-game, happily skipping off the field. And Mike Evans' teammate tried to calm him down a couple of times. And and basically, at that stage, Brown was having none of it. And so what did you think of that whole thing with Antonio Brown on Sunday afternoon? Yeah, it was hilarious when I, you know, when I first saw it. And, and then uh, it, was, it was almost like a, um, like a parody, you know? I thought... Okay, they're going to stop down and go, just kidding. Put your shit back on and get back on the bench. You know, it's just like like some sort of skit, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and then I started reading a bunch of stuff online. You know, there, there were two things that really stuck out. Uh, one person, 
you know, because this thing exploded and it went absolutely viral. No one's ever heard or seen anything like this at all. Uh, but if it was going to be someone, it would be this guy, right? That, that would do something like this. And then someone said, uh, let's get this, let's get this right. So this is the same guy who's been accused of sexual assault, who had a fake uh, vaccine passport, and now he has a temper tantrum, and you guys are all going to be worried about Antonio Brown, you know, talking right. about this. And I, I thought that was interesting. I thought it was a good point, you know, like to, to give this guy any sort of attention from this thing uh, when he's done these other deals. Um, the other one is a, a guy, I think it was a doctor, who, who put up a clip of Antonio Brown taking a hit. I don't know how long ago it was, whether it was this year or in past years, and him saying, <clears throat> there's no doubt in his mind, that this guy's got the concussion syndrome. Is it CTE, Steve? Yep. Yeah. He said there's no question, right, that he's got this thing and he's not operating, right? And he's got a, he's, you know, he he medically is not able to to function, you know, because of this. And when you read that and when you stop and think about it, you go, that makes the most sense. That makes the most sense. Uh, As selfish as the guy is, as, as, you know, unpredictable as he is, um, really, really, that's what you're going to do during a game. No, knowing it would be beyond distraction, you know. Yeah. So that that's what I think. That's what I think. I think the guys, I, I, I may look at that and go, okay, the, you know, he tried to put something out today that he had an ankle injury. That's why he did it. So he's backpedaling on the thing, um, which is ridiculous. If you see. <laughs> No, you don't have an ankle injury, you know, jumping up and down, uh, running yeah, around. Clearly, yeah, clearly. Yeah, there's no there's no injury here. Um, that was his so that's what he I said, think. He said, coach said, this Bruce Arians, he basically said he was trying to put him in the game, and he refused. And then he asked him again, go in the game, and he refused. And now he's saying after the fact, no, I had an ankle injury. That's why I couldn't go into the game. Um, it, it's, it's hard to have the level of empathy because I, I think you're right. I think there's more here than meets the eye. I think this guy is in in real need of of some kind of help, and a lot of it. Uh, the guy's been through um, allegations of sexual assault, domestic abuse, throwing furniture, endangering a child, lying about his vaccines. And uh, like you were just saying, a lot of people are saying, well, why would this be the thing that crossed the line? And, and I think it does, by the way. Th- this is something different. This is not my standards I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that this clip crosses the line as far as the NFL is concerned. I think his career is over. I, I just think this is something the NFL doesn't tolerate. Quitting on your team, happily skipping off the f- field um, mid-game like that, that just it's just a look that the NFL won't tolerate. And uh, it's, 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 I don't think you should tolerate any of those things that we just talked about. But this is one, I think, that, that does cross the line and the league – will say I don't I don't want to have anything to do with that guy. That's kind of warped thinking. All those other things should have made you think that as well. But it seems like if you can help me win on Sunday, you can get away with just about any crime. But I'll say this, I don't think the NFL ever will respond well to guys who quit mid-game in the manner that Antonio Brown did. Yeah, the, the other the other thing is you know, people are going to try and make sense of it just just as I did and just as you were trying to do it. And and it's it's beyond irrational, okay? Yeah. What the guy did, right? It's it's beyond unpredictable, okay? It's it's way over that, okay? It's way beyond that. So people got to stop trying to make sense of it, you know, or or trying to trying to figure it out. I you know I think 
you know, I worked with a guy, Stevie, uh, in radio uh, here when I did, did a show for a year. And this guy was, this, this guy that I worked with reminds me of Antonio Brown. You know, we, we were, it was a morning show and, and this guy would, would do stuff on air that was like, are you kidding me? Like he, he, he hated authority. He, he told the boss to F off. We wow. couldn't meet together. He, he, he got more and more and more unpredictable. And, you know, you couldn't, you couldn't deal with the guy. You couldn't deal with him. Uh, and, and that's the case with Antonio Brown. Okay. You can't, you just can't, don't try and figure this out. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't say, okay, well, I'll talk to him here and straighten this out. You know, he lost his mind. And obviously this, there's nothing obvious about this at all. You know, the guy needs some help. I think, I think he needs some help, but uh, that, that would make the most sense to me why he did that. How about him after the game on Sunday night, he posted a rap song. He's got a new rap song out called pit, not the palace. And he put it out there on multiple platforms. And, uh, it had a lot of people wondering if maybe this was some way to get attention on himself as as far as promo for this rap song. I'm not sure I can buy that, but uh, who knows? I, I'm not going to put anything past this guy where his headspace is right now. I will say Tom Brady is just too good to be true. Like he's just, we've all the accolades from him from a football perspective, uh, from a family perspective. Like if you draw up the perfect athlete for your pro league, Tom Brady would be a pretty damn good choice. And how about the presence of mind? You know, he's, he's the leader of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers post-game press conference. He doesn't get on, get, get on Antonio Brown. He has nothing but sympathy for the guy, or at least some asking people to have compassion and empathy. The quote was, that's obviously a difficult situation. I think we all want him to, and I think everybody should find, hopefully do. He's speaking in halting terms because he's kind of winging it here. Um mm-hmm hopefully do what they can to help him in ways that he really needs it. We all love him and care about him deeply. We want to see him be at his best. Unfortunately, it won't be on our team. We have a lot of friendships that will last. I think everybody should be very compassionate and empathetic towards some very difficult things that are happening. And how about how, how about the money, Jimmy? He needed Antonio Brown needed eight more catches. That would have unlocked a $333,000 bonus. Eight more catches is an afternoon's work for Antonio mm-hmm. Brown. He needed 55 receiving yards, which might be, I don't know, half a game's work, another $330,000 bonus. He needed one more receiving touchdown, another $333,000 bonus. So that was a very costly outburst. Right. So I got to practice what I preach, right? That, that you know, saying, try, trying to make sense of this thing going. And, and by the way, you know, the guy, he missed the boat here because he could have made a million bucks. Yeah. Right. It's like... Anybody else that might work with, right? But but not the state that this guy's in. Not mm-hmm. his, not with his mindset right now. Wherever it is, right? Wherever it is, wouldn't surprise me, Steve, if the guy did the same thing and they're going, dude, you're giving up twenty million here. You know, it just you can't rationalize it. You can't because it's like I said, it's most irrational thing I've ever seen in sports. Yeah, and 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 I'm not kidding when I say that. It's like this might be the craziest thing in my life that I've seen. You can see going back to his Pittsburgh days, uh, Antonio Brown, there was that time that he, I think he jumped on Facebook Live. His head coach, Mike Tomlin, was addressing the room, like addressing the room in a very official way after the game was over. And Antonio Brown is off in the corner giggling away, doing a Facebook Live with his followers. 
And I think about Mike Tomlin dealing with Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell, who walked away from many millions of dollars, also a great talent, but also, you know, some issues going on right. there. So I, I, I just, you know, when you look, you mentioned that hit, I think you're probably referring to that Vontae's perfect hit when uh, perfect caught him. He played for the Bengals and as a middle linebacker, he basically caught Antonio Brown coming across the middle and oh my God, it was gross. Not just the hit to the head, but just the reaction of the body as it hit the ground, just right. totally flinging back. Just that one hit alone, that car crash type of a hit. And Antonio Brown's had a, a bunch of those, but that one hit alone, probably the worst of the bunch, is something that could put you into a CTE situation. What we don't know is exactly if he has it or not. We won't know that until right. the autopsy right. occurs. They just don't know until after you pass. And 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 everyone from the outside, right, can see it. Yeah, right. Or or or, or look at this guy going. Here's what here's what may be the issues, but but he's nowhere near, nowhere near taking ownership for any of that. Yeah. Right. So, like even if you like I say, Steve, you try and rationalize with the guy. One thing you might do is sit down and go, okay, here, look, look at what you did here. Is this something you would teach your kids? Right. Is this something you would talk to high schoolers about football players? Of, of, about how to handle things if they don't pass you the ball right? or, you know, whatever, whatever prompted that whole action. Yeah. Know? So anyway, good luck. Yeah. I, I like that we're looking at things in a, with perspective and not immediately. Well, it's certainly in social media. You saw lots of examples of it, but I like that people are stopping down, catching themselves instead of going into mocking mode and full on comedy mode about it. It's taking a step back and looking like, okay, there's a lot going on there. Maybe we need to step back because the, the route this guy's on, unless he's got someone in his life, Jimmy, that's going to point him in the path toward therapy. I really think, think this is going to be a really ugly end for Antonio Brown, yeah. whether that's a long spell coming up in prison, whether right. that's just outright the end of his life. Um, he's on a very, very bad path. And I hope there's someone close to him that's got enough influence over this guy that can get him the help he needs. Cause I think that's, right. That's a very serious underlying thing to this whole thing. And it's 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 good that guys like Tom Brady are stepping up and talking about it in those terms. Okay, so what else do we have on our agenda today? Um, also from the NFL on Sunday. And by the way, I lost my fantasy football championship to uh, Graham Creech from TSN 1200. I know that's been on your mind. How did Steve do in the championship game? <laughs> 600 bones on the line. And I, I played pretty well. My team was solid. Not solid enough. So congratulations to Graham Creech from TSN, son of a bitch. Anyway, uh, one of the uh, interesting things that occurred off the field as well was the end of the Washington and Philadelphia game. Eagle quarterback Jalen Hurts is basically behind the rest of his team. This game's happening in Washington. He's kind of held back. He's having one-on-one interviews on the field, and now he's going off the field toward the locker room. And there's a bunch of Eagle fans in Washington that have basically maneuvered themselves toward the tunnel to be close to their star quarterback. And they were so enthusiastic about high-fiving Jalen Hurts as he comes off the field. The whole railing gave way. It wasn't a massive height, but it was right. clearly over Jalen Hurts' head. So it's probably about, you know, their feet, the fans' feet are probably about seven feet off the ground. And it looked like about 15 or 20 of them took an absolute tumble couple of them hitting their head on the asphalt below thankfully everybody came through it without seriously getting hurt according to the the washington football team uh but uh 
I got to say right away, my thoughts went to that old Carlton Ravens Panda game accident we had back in the late eighties. And there were a lot of people hurt in that one. And and, thankfully in this case, uh, no one got seriously hurt. Did you see the video? I did. I did. You know, I, I think of uh, when you look at it, right. And you see the, see the people freaking out, right. You're freaking out. It'd be good to sit down with those guys after, right. The, 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 those fans who obviously got out of their mind when their star comes within, I don't know, 15 feet of them, right. Mm-hmm. It's going to, it's going to start to walk in front of them. Right. And they go crazy, Steve, and the, the gate collapse, collapses and, and they're lucky as shit. Okay. That they didn't bust their neck. Okay, and the photographers right beneath them too, right? They were underneath down on their knees taking pictures. They're lucky that the railing and the people didn't crash down and paralyze them or worse. Yeah. So it's like, okay, let's look at that video. You know, and you're sitting around with your buddy there who, 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 who crashed through that, that railing and you go, oh man, I totally understand that. Don't you worry about that, that, that railing falling down and all those people, man. You, I, I get it that you put yourself at risk there because you were looking at a guy walking in front of you. <laughs> you wanted him to touch you. Yeah, what the freak, you guys, you know? Jesus, I needed that man. high five so, so bad. It's so stupid, you know? Yeah. What were, what were you doing there? What, 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 what were you doing that caused this, this action here? I don't, I was, yeah, I was trying to, I was trying to say hello. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, Dan Snyder is going to be lucky if he doesn't get sued. I mean, he's one of the least liked owners in the NFL. And of course, the owner of that particular building and team. And that many people falling on a railing giving way like that. You know, the fans are probably putting way too much stress on it, but that shouldn't be allowed to happen. And I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if somebody, at least one of those people, doesn't come after Dan Snyder for the poor construction and uh, some kind of lawsuit. But we'll yeah, see. Yeah, I. Uh, I, I hope not. You know, it, it, it's kind of like the equivalent, Steve, of, you know, the, the, the glass during a hockey game is there to protect you, you know, it, right? Of course, against that. But, but if 20 people start to shoulder check the glass, right, and start, you know, and, and push and shove because their player is coming near them and the glass breaks, I, you know, I, 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 don't, I, I don't see that as liability, you know, at all. It's like, right. What I see as liability is you're an idiot and you're out of your stupid mind for causing that shit. That's what I see. How about the first guy that fell? So he falls and so he falls and the the metal gate falls. And one of the photographers, he's lucky he didn't get more badly hurt. Um, the railing catches him on the shoulder. If you told me he separated his shoulder, I'd believe you. It was a pretty solid collision. But instead of like going, okay, man, that's a bad accident. If you look at the video, the photographer basically leans way over and gives the gives the first guy that fell and hit his head gives him a big karate kick while <laughs> while he's still lying down like what an idiot yeah yeah it was all idiots yeah you're probably right you're probably yeah. right but i bet you one of them because they are idiots one of them goes after dan snyder for oh, some yeah, dough probably Uh, When we come back in the show, uh, we'll round it out with a very funny social media post from Pabst Blue Ribbon. Not a sponsor, but uh, they caught my eye this morning with uh, what may be a new social media campaign or more likely a disgruntled employee who still has the company password. So we'll get to that coming up after these words. Everyone knows that to get the best price on home and auto insurance, you have to shop around. 
But who really wants to do that? With access to all kinds of insurance markets, not only can I get you the best price, but I'll also make sure that you get full value for your money. Call me, I'm Jer Gerard, All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. You know, James, here in 2022, Jim K. Ford will be celebrating their 40th anniversary, one of the longest-running dealerships in the entire city, right? Right? Right. I've been going to them for about 20 years now, I think. They've always taken care of me and my family for my vehicle needs, and they certainly certainly have been great supporters of this podcast. Uh, So, yeah, if you're looking for a new vehicle or a certified pre-owned vehicle, we hope you give them a shot. It's jimkford.com, 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans. And they're cool. So, oh, God, yeah. Jason and Jason, cool. I miss that guy. I haven't seen him in a while. Oh, he'd love to see you. He'd love to see you for sure. Uh, and Jim as well. No doubt, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> you are a big fan of you. Anyway, thanks, Jason and Jim. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, thanks as all. We just start a new year off, and uh, yeah, let's uh, say thank you to Jim K. Ford, to All Insurance Ontario, and Glenn Walton. We always appreciate their great support of the program. Hey, Pops Blue Ribbon on social media today, on Twitter in particular, couldn't help but notice it. It was basically a, a simple post. It's, just, it's a certified or a verified account, so it is definitely their company. And there's that whole thing about. Uh, dry January, right? People come out of the holidays and they want to have a right. dry January. And so Paps Blue Ribbon, I guess a play on that, in a very short tweet that kind of grabbed the world's attention. The tweet was this, not drinking this January, try eating ass. <laughs> and I was like, that was there's a coffee what? spitting moment from my, from my day. Yeah. And, uh, and then immediately somebody replied, Paps Blue Ribbon or Ass? What's the difference? Oh, my God. Which is a great I, I, line, which is a great line. And then Paps comes back with, ask your mom. Oh, they're got to be Stevie. Jeez. Oh, my God. Is that, that was, do you think, stealth social media, or is that somebody on their Twitter account that shouldn't be there? They're, they're got to be. Steve, of course it is. Of course it is. You know, the question does not need to be asked. You know, no, no, that was the president of PAPS. He, he thought that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, was for, yeah, that was him going, good one. Good one there for sure. That, that'll sell us some beer. Uh, well, I bet it does. I, I mean, I, 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 I they've taken it down now. So it's right. Jesus. They've taken it down. So yeah. it's gone. But they responded to everybody who responded to their original ass tweet. And honestly, I, when I retweeted it, everybody in my following, a lot of people in my following, they were all about it. Like they, they made them laugh so hard that they were like, okay, you, you got me. Like a uh, centurion dude writes, if that was a legitimate tweet, I might go buy Pap's Blue Ribbon for the first time ever. They totally got my attention. One uh, Bill Grease, good uh, member of the program, he said, "Is Jimmy freelancing out there as a social media guy?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, 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 I'm not. But uh, anyway, there's I, there's many many things, Steve, I could could say about this. But why would you say anything more than what was said? Yeah, I, I think that covered it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget we have our website. It is stevewproject.com. 
Everything you need to know about the show, about us, how to contact us, can be found right there, stevewproject.com, including memberships. Start off the new year right with a nice SWP Patreon membership. Huh? Huh? James, any final thoughts? Uh, Steve, I have no final thought. Okay. Okay. I have have no final thought uh, when you left me with that. Perhaps. Okay? I'm like, who could, you know, who who could top that, right? It's true. Why why would I try and... Why would I try, Stephen, drive home some other file? <laughs> yeah, you probably shouldn't. It's a blue ribbon tweet unto itself. <laughs> it is. Good night, everybody. We'll see you. Thanks for being with us on the SWP. Please subscribe today or support us on Patreon at stevewproject.com.